Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. That report there by our parliamentary correspondent, uh, Mercedes Percent, 23 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor Lord David Alton of Liverpool, independent cross-bench member of the House of Lords in the UK Parliament. The professor is calling for sanctions against Eritrea for its role in the conflict in Ethiopia's Tigray region. Um, Alton has released a detailed report evidencing the continued collection of a 2% diaspora tax by Eritrean consular staff in the United Kingdom. The report calls for an end to these tax collections, especially where extortion and harassment are involved. Prof, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What is this evidence based on? Good afternoon. Uh, We held a series of meetings and evidence sessions here in the United Kingdom Parliament and based on that evidence prepared the report which was published last week. The findings of the report was that there is extortion, that this 2% diaspora tax uh, is something that very vulnerable people who are often frightened of retaliation against them if they don't pay up is then used in order to fuel Eritrea's destabilizing uh, work role in the Horn of Africa. Eritrea is cash poor, but despite that, it's calling up its citizens to fight its neighbors' costly, pitiless, brutal, and cruel war in Tigray. And that's been marked, as we all know, by horrendous mass atrocity crimes and accompanied on a human suffering on a scale that's barely conceivable. It, uh, it's Africa's forgotten war, it's the world's forgotten war, um, but, and can, with all the eyes of the world on the horrors in Ukraine, it's very easy to forget what is happening on a daily basis in Tigray yeah. and Eritrea's malign role in that. And, and how is this 2% diaspora tax uh, being implemented? Well, we collected evidence uh, about how this is done, and it's not just in the United Kingdom. You've seen that this has been raised in Holland and other countries too. Um, and it's it's money that is taken from people who are often very vulnerable indeed, and, and are very worried about what retaliation might be taken against them if they don't pay up. And what we've called for in our report is that the United Kingdom's Metropolitan Police here in London, but also our Foreign and Commonwealth Office and other responsible bodies should launch formal and well-funded inquiries into the topic and then take robust action to stop the practice. Um, Obviously, we tried to engage with the Eritrean ambassador in London, but he declined to come and give evidence to the committee. And no denial, though? No denial, um, but Eritrea is often said it doesn't understand the nature of these complaints, well, here's their opportunity to come and engage with parliamentarians who have said that this practice is part of a network uh, of surveillance and control over the diaspora in countries like the United Kingdom. It curtails their political rights and freedoms. And so we highlight in our report the steps that the United Kingdom government and other governments can take in order to halt the collection of the 2% tax. And, and we're engaging with the UK government to see if, what we're going to do to take this yeah. forward. So, so how is this money then collected, this 2% tax? Is it in cash? Um, and how, if it is in cash, how does it end up in Eritrea? Um, is it through the financial banking systems? Yes, is the answer to those questions. And that's something that we, we are saying needs further detailed scrutiny, not least by the Metropolitan Police. Some of the evidence that we took came from people from 
the diaspora, uh, and they gave various examples of how the money had been extracted from them. And we're very happy to lay that evidence without compromising their identity before the authorities. Yeah. So how has that money been been extorted? Well, sometimes by cash, but sometimes also um, by um, arranging uh, bank drafts. Um, I mean, we were given various descriptions of how the money had been collected, but it's it's the implications of if people don't pay up of the consequences that will flow from that, and we were also given some evidence about that too. So, so then what about the banking system, um, the financial system, because clearly they also then play a role in this? which is why we've suggested that the financial authorities should be involved in investigating this further. I mean, this is not the end of the story. This was yeah. an opening salvo in order to try and get the authorities to take it seriously. Um, in, but we're not alone in raising this issue, and I draw attention. You have plenty of information available on social media for your listeners if they want to look at it, not least from Holland. Uh, and also the demonstrations uh, which have taken place outside Eritrean embassies by members of the diaspora complaining about this practice. And then finally, tell us about um, the type of sanctions that you're calling for. Well, there can be sanctions against individuals, um, which can be targeted, particularly when money is, which you just referred to, but we've seen how money is, is piled up in places like London, uh, and often it's people involved in authoritarian regimes and involved in corrupt practices uh, who have had their money here. We've seen it with the Ukrainian oligarchs. There are examples of this as well, Chinese Communist Party officials. Um, and so the, we've been moving more and more towards a, a, a regime of targeted sanctions. I mean, as a young man, I joined the anti-apartheid movement and took part in demonstrations, for instance, against Barclays Bank. And many of us withdrew our accounts from Barclays because of their involvement in apartheid. Yeah. Follow the money. Money does talk. It does help to make a difference. And look, just think how money is being used by Eritrea. It is to fuel the war that is taking place in Tigray. And on Friday last, I introduced a bill, which was given a second reading in the British Parliament. The details are on my website. A determination of genocide bill. You only have to look at some of the wretched atrocities which have occurred in Tigray to accept that at least Primatese, there is a case of genocide there that has to be answered. And those who are responsible for this ought to be more than sanctioned. They ought to be brought to justice. Thank you so much for your time, Professor um, Lord David Alton um, of Liverpool, independent crossbench member of the House of Lords in the UK Parliament. It's half past three, time for the news headlines.